Hey there, gang. It's your old pals, Uncle Hank and Kippy. We got some big news, folks. RU Garbage is coming to the Gas Digital Network. That is correct. Me and old Kippy are joining the Gas Digital family, baby, and we could not be more excited. Yeah, guys, this is fucking awesome. And uh, But don't worry, not much is changing. If you listen to the podcast, uh, it's still available free wherever you listen. The most, 15, the most recent 15 episodes are available free on iTunes, on YouTube, wherever you listen to podcasts. But the catalog of RU Garbage will be available on gasdigitalnetwork.com. But don't you worry your little garbage hearts, ladies and gentlemen, because if you go to gasdigitalnetwork.com, and use promo code AYG. Woo! You know what, what, that, you know what that gets you, big man? Talk to me. That gets you a 14 day free trial and you'll save $1.50 a month Come as on. long as you're signed up. It's gonna be a hoot. You'd be crazy not to sign up for that. That's savings right there. And in this economy, we can all use to save a couple of bucks. So spend it wisely, <laughs> folks. Not only do you get the catalog of AYG, you also get the past catalog of Legion of Skanks. A real ass podcast. A believe you me with Michael Bisping. Irish goodbye. Irish goodbye. You get all the shows on the network. It's gonna be fucking worth it, guys. Sign up. Use promo code AYG. Don't be a piece of trash. And gang, don't forget to check out the live stream every Tuesdays and Fridays at gasdigitalnetwork.com. If you want to watch it in HD, high quality, sign up for the network. You will not regret it. Those live streams will be out three days before everybody else gets to see them. So you're the first one to smell the garbage, baby. Sign up today! Welcome to another exciting edition of Are You Garbage? The show where you find out if your favorite comedians are classy individuals or absolute trash. Now, here are your hosts, Kevin Ryan and H. Foley. Hey, everybody out there, and welcome back to everybody's favorite new podcast. This is Are You Garbage? The show where we sit down with your favorite comedians and find out if they grew up classy or if they're complete trash. I'm your host, H. Foley, coming at you on yet another beautiful day here in Bluebell, Pennsylvania. My co-host back in the New York groove up there in the uptown, uptown, Washington Heights, cleaning up the fireworks. He's under siege, ladies and gentlemen. He's under siege with these illegal firecrackers. Give a big round of applause for my good pal, Mr. Kevin James Ryan, everybody. Hey, gang. Happy to be here. Thanks for tuning in. Shout out to Foley. Glad you put on your makeup for us today. You look <laughs> I don't like know what a, it is. Dude, it looks like you got some rouge on, a little bit of lip liner. <laughs> you are fun. You look like a nice little piece of ass over there, big man. <laughs> Woo! That's what I like to hear. <laughs> Shout out to everybody. Uh, guys, uh, thank you so much for listening. Please make sure you rate, review, subscribe on iTunes, where we are currently in the top 120, baby. Get Yikes. it going. We're cooking with gas over here. And also, the full video is available on YouTube. Make sure you uh, subscribe there as well. And gang, we could not be more excited to have our very special guest with us here today. He has a book out right now called The Liberal Redneck Manifesto. He's a part of the Well Red Tour and the Well Red Podcast. And he has his very own comedy special coming out very soon entitled Greatest Hits. But the big question in everybody's mind today, is he garbage? And since we started this podcast, I've seen him drinking out of two different bottles. So I'm pretty sure he's fucking trash. Give it up for Drew Morgan, everybody. Yeah. What's up, fellas? It's great. It's great to be here. I'm so excited. <laughs> What's up? For the audio listener, he is currently not wearing a shirt, which is fucking <laughs> 10 out of 10 great. I can see that house speeding down the highway. I'll tell you that right now. I don't know what your <laughs> double wide you're in. 
<laughs> well, I'm in LA, so I've sold out. What? But, but on that note, it's not quite noon here, which I think makes the shirt more acceptable and less trashy, but the beer way sure. more trashy. Yeah, yeah. It's like, it's not noon. I don't need a shirt. Anyway, I'm drinking this beer. How are you guys doing? What do you, what do you sleep in? That, that, that's a, that, that's a good, uh, that's a good little start. button issue right there. What, what do you normally sleep in? Well, we don't have kids, me and my wife. We sleep in the nude. The nude? Really? Yeah. Ooh, that's like swingers, dude. That's wild. <laughs> Sleeping in the nude, dude. Yeah. You know us. We're just out here living that crazy lifestyle, <laughs> farting bare ass to ass. Wow. Nude sleeper. Both of you? All the yeah. time? Uh, I mean, at least once a month, she wears panties, Foley. Jesus Christ. Jeez. You know, we're not fucking animals. You but... guys are like porn stars. Holy <laughs> shit. LA has changed you, man. When I knew you, you were not a naked sleeper out in Queens. <laughs> I'll tell you that. Back when we met in New York. When you get naked to go to sleep, yeah. all right, there's some intention there. I, I fall asleep in whatever I had on. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? But if you and if you get undressed and then put on pajamas and go to sleep, that's intention. But like purposely taking everything off to get in the bed, I don't know. You probably got a thick piece on you, I'll tell you that. You wouldn't <laughs> you wouldn't catch me fucking creeping around the apartment with no no undies on. I shower in a bathing suit when my girl's around. What are you talking yeah. about? Yeah, but you got to understand, everyone thinks like, you know, this is like stupid joke your buddies tell you. You get married and they're like, oh, you know, no more blowjobs or whatever the fuck that is they tell you. But it's like, no, no, no. The beautiful thing is you get to give up. I don't give a shit what she thinks of my dick. It's no, it's not a nice <laughs> yeah, piece. He bought it and you know what? It, Every <laughs> night I pull these shorts down and I remind her, this is what you, 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 you it's an oath. Is that what there's no <laughs> vow? You vowed yeah. to be with this. Yeah. Say wow. I do to the little guy again, huh? <laughs> That's great. Oh no, shit. I just uh, I just like being naked. You know what I mean? Like not like in public necessarily. Eh, it depends. But uh, I just sleep. I like I don't even want many blankets. You know what I'm saying? And also I don't cuddle. It's like I don't want anything on me. This is my time. Don't man. cuddle, sleeping naked. This guy's fucking the brawny man. Yeah. Jeez, try a cup of decaf. Will you relax a little bit? <laughs> and plus, he said naked. <laughs> yeah. I haven't heard naked since he haw. Hey, there's nothing wrong with hee-haw. So Drew was, was one of show. when we first started that you were on the you were on the list for you were like the top three people we wanted to have on. Um, I don't they, believe you. I swear, dude. I will. I will, still, I will still show you the list. One because you're you're. I think you're arguing. I think you're the first real Southerner we're we're having on. So like, cool. The quiz is definitely. I mean, this, the South plays by its own fucking rules in a lot of a lot of ways when it comes to garbage and culture. I think. Well, yeah, first of all, it's trash where we're from, you know, garbage. That's sure. what you take out, trash. <laughs> That's who I let come inside me, you know. He's got no shirt on. He's got the wicker, and 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 all I can describe is country store furniture behind them, and there's an electric. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't get that shit at West Elm, I'll tell you that. Got <laughs> no. that at fucking Bubba's Apple Cider and Furniture Store. <laughs> that was a, a mom's at some point. <laughs> that belonged to a mom at one point. Uh, if if we wake her up and we will and she'll be super super happy about that let me tell you my wife will come in here at some point all this is her aesthetically and i'm laughing so hard because you know that store anthropology mm -hmm. yeah well imagine if that store I burned got on, one down <laughs> yeah well imagine if it got on meth for a little while that's my wife's aesthetic like they're not on meth anymore you know what i mean but it had a rough couple of years 22 to 24 yeah wow that's funny it looks oh, good though dude. Of course it does. It looks good. Nice little L.A. fucking spot out there. Killing it. I love it. Uh, take me back to um, 
Chuck, I, I don't know. I know you're from the South. Are you, what are you from? Kentucky, Arkansas, Michigan? I'm from East, <laughs> I'm from East yeah, Michigan, the uh, Upper Peninsula. It's uh, south of Canada, fully. Uh, no, I'm from uh, I'm from Alabama. No, I'm kidding. I'm from Tennessee. Tennessee. I'm from East Tennessee, a town called Sunbright. That's literally, Ooh. yeah, we named it after the sun. I don't. Wow. I guess our first mayor was a caveman. I don't. Sunbright infrastructure bad. I. Uh, Holy shit. All right. So what does Tennessee have like, do, are you guys looked down on? Cause there's like the, the dynamic of the South, the yeah. other States compared a hierarchy to who? for sure. Yeah. Compared to who? Anybody. Well, Alabama, Alabama's, Alabama's the, the worst. Okay. Really? Now, why is I that? Live in, what do you mean? Why is that? <laughs> <laughs> because it's the location of every fucking documentary about shittiness ever made. You watch the news. I don't know. They got a couple of good running backs. I'll tell you yeah. that. <laughs> well, it's like if you if you're watching a documentary about you know the civil rights movement, yeah. it's the setting. And mm-hmm. then lately, with all their bullshit, it's going to be the setting of a lot of gay rights documentaries too. And they just true. They're trying to stay on top of the uh, the tourism industry of, and this is where the important guy got hit with a stick. <laughs> they're hedging. They're hedging their bets for the next like fifty years, so yeah. like people can go back and see it. Yeah. Yeah. All those pictures of like you know dogs and and like fucking water hoses. The guy holding it, he's still alive in Alabama. Like he's not mm-hmm. gone. <laughs> That's fucked up. So he's or so so Alabama's the worst. So where does Tennessee? Who's the best? Georgia. I have to imagine. Uh, Georgia. Uh, Tennessee's, I think, the best, and, I, and that's not just bias. It, it could be Georgia because of Atlanta. You know, mm-hmm. they get a lot of, uh, I don't know, modern whatever. Because of Nashville, though, we do too. Of course, the problem with Nashville is that it's like, did you guys really fix how backwards you are, or did you just find a way to monetize it? And either way, I'm like, well, fuck you guys. As long as fucking assholes from Connecticut keep buying these country albums that some rich prick made with his $75,000 truck, I don't give a shit. Keep sending money our way, baby. Sure, yeah. You guys polish it up a little bit. Get a little, yeah. little bit of scratch. You know what I mean? Now it's your time to shine. I like exactly. it. Make sure the potato salad's good and you got nothing to worry about. You know what I mean? <laughs> But I do think it's Alabama. I don't think that's fair for the record. I mean, Birmingham is one of my fucking favorite cities in the South. It's unbelievable. It's it's awesome. It's diverse. It's like all the things like a liberal person would care about. But it's also like it's fucking rad and cool. Mm-hmm. So I do think Alabama gets an unfair shake. But Alabama is the one we all shit on. And, and we don't shit on Mississippi because everything you say about Alabama is true. Mississippi. <laughs> Mississippi's fucking. They're so poor. They're 50th in everything, dude. Yeah, they are. They are. They are. Was at the at the end of the roller coaster. Yeah. <laughs> Amazon's not going there. I'll tell you that. <laughs> All right. So Sunbright, Tennessee. Growing up, brothers, yeah. sisters. I got one brother. Uh huh. Uh, he, he's in prison for murder. So if you want to give me your quiz, go ahead. But I'm joking. Shit. <laughs> yeah, he murdered a pedophile. It had to do with a pill addiction. It's a whole thing. We can get into it if you want to, but it's like. It's nuts. It's like if like John Gresham wrote a novel about Juggalos. Like it's fucked up. Holy, Holy shit. Yeah. So one brother. Anyway, we can move on if you want. I mean, Man. we can talk about it too. I don't care. It's just that it's such a dark story. Sure, sure, sure. If you've never heard it before, even if I make what I think are great jokes, in my experience, <laughs> no one thinks they're funny. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. People still a little. It's got a little bit of a sting to it for some people. Yeah. Well, dude, yeah. that is fucking hardcore. That's a fucking are you garbage first right there. <laughs> yeah, Damn. Well, it's manslaughter, technically. So just in case. You know, <laughs> oh, that's <if> pussy <laughs> shit. Everybody <laughs> Wait a minute. That. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. You're putting it down in your bullshit. record books. Make sure there's an asterisk. 
Manslaughter. I did manslaughter a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> one of his kids. One of his kids will still be under 18 when he gets out. Huh? I'm sorry. He didn't do this when he was a kid, did he? Uh, no, he was 30. All right. So you guys grew up together. So what was it like growing up there? Oh, you know, I mean, that's one of those questions. Like, I didn't grow up anywhere else, but it was strange. Uh, my brother's four years older than me, and we're very different. Uh, you know, like, I prefer kidnapping, personally. But uh, <laughs> I'm more of a felony B kind of guy, if he catches my drift. But, uh, I, you know, like, my dad was a drunk when we were younger. Okay. And, well, and then he, like. But he ended up as a preacher. Whoa. And my brother got more of the drunk, and I got more of the preacher. You know what I mean? That's my next move. I'll tell you that. It's a good move. It's a good move. Um, so and, and so together? They, yeah, they childhood. still are. They still are. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, they, you know, there was a couple separations there. I remember we ended up in one place when they were separated with, like, gray paneling. And I just remember I made my mom cry because I was shitting on the paneling so hard. Because, like, I, just, I was mad they were getting a divorce. But, sure. you know, in my eight-year-old mind, I was like, and this paneling is fucking ugly. <laughs> Get your shit together. <laughs> um, what kind of house did you grow in? Was it like a single family house or was it a trailer? Yes. Or was it a apartment? No, single you... single family, but um, we lived on Pleasant Ridge Missionary Baptist Church Road. Shut what? up. That Mouthful. was not the name of the road. It's 100% the name of the road. It won't fit on the sign. Oh, Jesus God. Christ, that's a big envelope to send. send I wouldn't, yeah, I wouldn't my, have wrote uh, one letter. I'll tell you that. Your brother screwed on the letters in prison. I'll tell you that. <laughs> I ain't writing that. They better thing have out. email. Well, I'll they, tell you. they charge you per letter now, so he can't get one out a year, is all. Um, that joke's for like two people who know somebody in prison. They charge you for everything. But anyway, yeah. uh, my papa built like three of the houses, maybe four, on that road. I'm sorry, the but what? My papa? <laughs> Your who? I, uh, excuse, me. excuse me that's like a grandfather but racist uh <laughs> papa yeah and now i feel like i tell that and it sounds like he's this like manly man who's awesome he was a huge piece of shit most of the houses sucked he ripped everybody off he's out of the family and i hate my that man racist, man we hit the fucking but, jackpot with this, yeah, this this dude's not even out of the where you're from what do you do's and he's fucking <laughs> he's, <laughs> I'm still doing crowd work. I'm vamping over here. He's like, hey. yeah, well, you know, my brother killed a guy. My, my grandfather's a piece of shit. I don't have a shirt on. I'm drunk. It's 11 a.m. What's up? Well, let's see. Okay. All right. I was like, God damn it, you motherfucker. I knew y'all set me up. I knew no. this was going to happen. No, no, no. Let's get, all right. You're, let's get into, let's get into law school. Let's get all into right. meeting Nelson Mandela. Okay. Let's get into that later. All right. Okay. Of course. But um, anyway, my whole family lived on that road. And so that was an interesting thing about growing up there. It's a very rural situation. I graduated high school with 43 people. Holy um, shit. Yeah, yeah. We started That's out with 60. Small. We lost quite a few to pregnancy drugs and had to go to work. But uh, growing up with, like, all your aunts, you yeah. know, aunts around you, like that, because, you know, it's like kind of a stereotype. Any big family has craziness in it so you've got i got one aunt who's been married five times i got the aunt who is a lesbian but we didn't have that word in the 90s not where i grew up you know what i mean so she just had a special friend you had the aunt who was super religious like i had all that within a stone's throw and i had a bunch of cousins running around because we're you know we're christian we don't believe in not doing that mm -hmm. so i grew up around all these different types of folks but they were my family so that really i think is like how I grew up, quote unquote, more than Tennessee. I mean, don't get me wrong. There was a lot of Tennessee involved in all that, obviously. 
I kissed a couple of the cousins, but um, Ooh, I'm listening. <laughs> it was only one. I was just trying to make a joke for the people out there listening. Let me uh, turn my lights down a little bit. Set the mood. This is yeah. Um, so I just picture I picture you and your cousins growing up like fucking wild, where you yeah. guys just like running around fucking. My cousin Tasha, she's like she's in Birmingham, the city I talked about. She's married to a doctor. She's like high up at a Teach for America. She is one of the most Karen white ladies. Drinks wine every night you know, established people. But when I get her drunk and I get her around me, we go to the green room or something after a show when I'm down there, she starts talking about she's got a scar on her titty where I accidentally stabbed her with a butter knife when we were seven years old. You know, she starts talking about us running around barefoot. She starts talking about me falling off the swing set, trying to ride my big wheel down it. And I'm like, damn, we grew up feral, you know, like we did. Yeah, that's some wild shit, dude. Stabbing titties. This guy's stabbing titties. <laughs> I threw the butter knife down in the ground and it bounced, all right? It wasn't my fault. I was framed. <laughs> Holy, that's what your brother said. All yeah, right, listen, yeah. keep it moving. Um, that's terrible. Uh, but I grew up rural, but surrounded by family, if that makes sense. There was no one else. Like, outside of that road, the next neighbor was half a mile or a mile away. Damn. Holy shit. That's a, big, that's a big trash thing. I guess in the South, it's a little different, but like, the, the touching property lines that touch that you share with other family members is always a dead giveaway that like, you know what I mean? It's like, everybody just stay over here. We'll pull our resources. And like one exactly. person has to watch all the kids. Right. Yeah. What did you, what did your dad do growing up? He worked for the railroad. The, uh, he was a union man. Now did your grandfather, you own, your grandfather owned all this property. Slaves? No, he didn't. He was too young. For no, that, but <laughs> he owned all that property. Uh, yeah. My, or my dad did once upon a time. Like my dad bought some property from him and then bought more, but yeah, it was all in the family. Wow, man. That is fucking old. Why are you drinking two things? You told me it was early in the morning in LA. Are you drinking a beer? Yeah, that's what I was saying. I was saying it's early. So that explains why I don't have a shirt on, but it's early. So I guess that's not a good excuse for why I'm drinking beer. beer. Yeah. What kind of <laughs> beer are you drinking? It's a, it's a German beer. It's dark. I guess, yeah. I, uh, I'm hungover when I'm drinking a beer. And to be completely honest, sorry, this isn't very trash. I hadn't drank in like three weeks, and that's why I'm so hungover from yesterday. Ooh. Yeah. You got to keep that tight little body on you. I get it. <laughs> otherwise, <laughs> otherwise, you end up looking like the big man over here. Yeah. Yeah. We'll say it's that, not the sadness. Anyway, go ahead. All right. So you got So you get out of high school. Obviously, you did good in high school. Yeah, I was valedictorian, actually. Out of 12 people, but I mean, it's still 40, 43. That's what I, that was my joke back then. I'm smart enough to realize I am the top 10%. This actually isn't working for me. Wow. And then where did you go to school? I went to Maryville College. Uh, it's a little liberal arts school outside of Knoxville. It's about two hours from where I grew up. I played and, football there. And Oh, very nice. And law school? Boston College, which was what? me getting the fuck out holy, of the South. Holy shit. <laughs> That's yeah. like the devil's advocate. Oh my god, this guy's Fuck. class. There I mean, go. from fucking zero to eighteen, touch and go. But once he got that on his own, this kid's full throttle. I would say zero to twenty, twenty one's touch and go. <laughs> when wow. you went, when you went to Boston College, had you been up north, been in cities or anything like that before? <clears throat> not, not to live, but I mean, you know, and I, we know how planes work where I'm from, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I'd never lived. I had lived in Australia and I had lived in South Africa as part of a study abroad program. I should tell everyone listening and what? judging the shit out of my family, deservedly so. My mother's an educator. She's a brilliant fucking woman. She's a storyteller. Uh, she like pushed me to study abroad and all that. My dad, when he did finally quit drinking, I mean, he is a preacher and not uh -huh. just like, I hate gays. I mean, he's like fucking smart. He knows the Bible in and out. 
we're just hillbillies, you know what I mean? Like, wow. We're just fucking dumb, it's just, smart yeah, it's people. just in you. It's just that you have that, you have that edge to you. Yeah. Well, yeah. Trey, the guy I tour with, uh, Trey Crowder, he's you know way more famous than me. He's got this thing where he's like, it's it's like he gets drunk sometimes. It's very funny and also sad. He gets drunk. And he's like, oh, it'll go away. I'll ruin it. We'll all ruin it. It's just in us, boys. Dude, that's like that. Just fucking in us, man. Yeah. I'm going to do something fuck up. I know it. I know it. They're going to get me. Ah, we're literally going through that right now. (laughs) Yes, we're getting getting us. We're getting some heat. I'm like, well, I can always join the I can always join the plumber union once this goes south. I'm like on the phone with my brother, like, yo, you guys hire and what's the next year looking like? You guys gonna be busy, dude. Your brother's like, What's what's wrong? Is quarantine killing comedy? Yeah, that, but also some things I tweeted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh man, that's fucking that's that's like that is like a just that's that's like generational trash where it's just in you. And like once you start it's it's you can never fully get away from it. Well, and I've talked to a lot of comedians about that, and a lot of us have because a lot of us come from various versions of fucked up backgrounds. Sure, of course. And I, I can't, of course, speak on behalf of any minority group or whatever, but that one thing is sometimes a difference. And I, and I realized at one point where, like, a lot of, um, in, in my experience, black folk don't have that as strong, but it's because, like, they never feel like they're fully in the club, whereas trash people are like, I'm in the door. If I can just make it into that main room before anyone realizes my invitation is bullshit. Yeah. It's like we, because we're white or whatever, it's like we almost have the security that we've made it. And it's like Mm -hmm. some part of us is like, nah, they're not going to let me in. Yeah. They're going to like, they'll, they'll, they're going to smell my cheap cologne once I get in there. (laughs) Right. Right. Whereas again, smell the brood on you and and then know it's a dead giveaway. Right. Whereas again, just in my experience from talking to to a lot of black folk, they're like, no, they're never letting me in period. Whereas a part of me is like, no, I think, I got a law degree. I think I can go in there. And then like, it's like in the, in the TV show, you cut to me three seconds later. Yeah. They found out, they saw my teeth and they knew me. <laughs> they saw me drinking Tang and they threw me right out. I don't know. Right. What the fuck. right. Whereas your, your black friend who never went in was like, I fucking told you, dude. Come <laughs> yeah, on. Yeah. yeah. Let's go. Let's get the fuck out of here. No shit. All right. Let's get into some more. You garbage here, man. This is uh this is an interesting one. Talk about fucking zero to 60, dude. Yeah, <laughs> from Sunbright, Tennessee, to fucking Boston College. Ooh. My niece just got into Boston College. Oh man, congrats to it! Gonna be a golden eagle. I'm hoping she goes all the way, senator, Congress, something. <laughs> I need some fucking kickback money and a couple of fucking no bid contracts to keep this operation afloat. Is she an undergrad? You mean? Yeah, that was that was a culture shock for me. The law school wasn't on the regular campus, but we had to go there for various things. Mm-hmm. And going to a giant, being on a giant Northeast old college campus like that, where like I, it was just such a culture shock for me, man. They had like the uniform, dude. the Uggs with the vest, you know. And they were yeah. talking about skiing and all this other stuff that I thought only rich people were allowed to do. Like it was y'all do bizarre. coke. All right, there we go. As <laughs> I say, I found my people, and by yeah. that I mean the dealers. <laughs> That's have, wait. Have you ever been skiing now? Yeah. 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 A couple times. Nice. Did you ski in your jeans? No, but if you want a trash story, I just, God damn it. I can't believe I'm telling this. My, my wife is probably more overalls. Than me. We went skiing with the law school group. We had just started living together right when I was finishing law school. And, uh, she called a girl in my class a cunt. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
And this, yeah. and I've some... met your I've met your wife a handful of times, and she's yeah. she's a bit of a fire handful. Yeah, yeah, handful's yeah, the right yeah. word. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, it was over a beer pong game, and I was like, Man, "That's classic I, trash, classic gotta, trash, dude." I gotta get. I can't go skiing. What was I? This is my fault, really. <laughs> yeah. Get through a game of ping, uh, beer pong. That is awesome. All right. I love it. All right, let's get into some questions here. Let's quit screwing around. Now, I understand the rural background. I get it. Let's see if we can piece this together a little bit here. Um, the first thing we like to ask everybody is, what was the name of the grocery store mm-hmm. that your mother went to while you were growing up? Uh, okay. When I was younger, it was called Darnell's Food Market. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> one guy. One yeah, guy. On. Yeah. Yeah. Hold on. Uh, that was in Wartburg, a town away. All right. Then they got to save a lot, and she started going there. Then we got a small chain, quote unquote chain. The dude owned three of them. His name was RB, and my aunt Donna, uh, my aunt Barbara worked there, and uh, she started a, an affair with the potato chip man. Who's <laughs> Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, whose name was Punkin, and then he kept telling her he was going to leave his wife for her. He never did. She hated him. She almost got in trouble for stalking him. She finally separated in her life from him. That was over. At my wedding, I found out that Punkin is my wife's first cousin, and my aunt had to see the guy that she was in love with with his family that he wouldn't leave for her, who was the potato chip man at the grocery store in my town that was no longer there because the guy who owned it burned it down for insurance money. Give me my Jesus fucking prize. Christ. So who catered the wedding? Darnell? <laughs> <laughs> we got a pig from a farm and cooked it ourselves. I swear to God. Dude, that's great. Uh, I, I want to stay in the wedding. Where was the wedding? <laughs> We're big. Weddings say so much about families. Where was the wedding? We got married in the church uh, my, my wife grew up in. Okay. Uh, it's Presbyterian. On my album, the Well Read Live tour album, my closing joke is about being there stoned uh, for the uh, like Christmas play mm-hmm. and thinking these people were too fucking fancy uh, because they had a beautiful <laughs> church with like, I was like, stained glass. I got stained yeah. clothes. This is <laughs> fucked up. Yeah. But then we did the reception in her parents' yard. But uh, she had a lawyer, Papa. He was he had passed on. But my point is, they had like a really nice farmhouse. You know? Okay, nice. That's classy. That's yeah. classy. Was there? What was the dress code at said wedding, <laughs> Morgan? <laughs> yeah, there, Volunteer not, jerseys. Yeah, that wasn't included in the invitation. Well, I mean, what, what I will say wearing? on behalf of my people, they know better. I mean, there were probably people in like their good jeans, quote unquote. Good jeans. That's what most, real but most people had. Thing. Yeah, yeah, but most people had on, you know, suits. Yeah. Nice. Okay. We were talking, I forget who we were talking to. Maybe I forget who it was, but they were saying that their their cousin still wears football jerseys to weddings. Because it's a nice, because that, that's a nice, that's like it was, a going out piece. It was that's Gillis. Rough. One of Gillis's cousins, cousin Frankie or something like that, <laughs> yeah. showed up. Was the wedding, can I ask you this? Was the wedding, was it uh, all you can drink or was it a cash bar? It was all you can drink and my brother-in-law brought moonshine. Nice. That's good. See, we had beer. We provided beer, but he brought moonshine just on his own. See, look at that. And that shows you right there. And that's kind of the point behind the whole podcast is, is it doesn't matter whether you're rich or poor. You can still do trashy things. Now, you know, you came from humble beginnings. You're hardworking people. You get married and you still take on the responsibility to make sure everybody has a good time with food and drink. You'll go to fucking rich people's weddings and it'll be a cash bar. Yeah. Paying for your own drinks like a fucking jerk off. 
It's unbelievable. Yeah, I don't, uh, you know, classy, it, it, we need a different word for it because that's so associated with money. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But I used to work at, a, you know, well, probably when I met you guys, I worked at a catering venue in New York oh, uh, uh, part-time. My wife was a manager there and I would work on the weekends and they had a lot of money. It was like in the middle of fucking, you know, like Times Square. Mm -hmm. So it was rich people that, and sometimes they had no class. You know? Oh, yeah. Um, no couth, as I think yeah. it, the... the the old timers would call it no couth. Yeah, their their people are couthless. My people are toothless. I think we're better. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Kippy, what do you got? All right, let's see. Um, any of your houses growing up, or you know, college in your twenties, or even currently, have any of your houses ever had carpet in the bathroom? Yeah, yeah. There was a time. I think it was. Uh, I think it was always meant to be temporary, but it ended up lasting a couple of years. They pulled something up in our bathroom because of a problem and just put down the cheapest thing they could buy. And then like three or four years later, my mom finally replaced it. And it was like that really thin outdoor carpet. But yeah. Uh, qu quick follow-up question. <laughs> what was the problem in the bathroom? I mean, I think, I think we just had a, you know, a leak or whatever, you know what I'm saying? Like some, some floors got ruined. Because so, I, I recently had to call my mom out about the carpet in the bathroom. The carpet in the bathroom comes from the fact that we had new carpet put into our bathroom, okay? And my mom is now denying it and saying, no, that was the carpet that they had and then we tore it up. But I specifically remember the night that they did tear it up. It was like a week after my mom bought this brand new carpet. My dad came home hammered from a, of a, from a softball game and took a shower without closing the curtain and water got all over the bathroom and ruined the carpet. We tried to salvage it by hanging it over the pool, which was oh empty. Oh my God. Dude, that's, that's great. You are some garbaggio. So that's where that <laughs> comes from. And I was just curious if you had a similar situation. I was somebody, young to somebody remember. pissed her shit in the bathroom. Right. I was too young to remember what happened. Uh, but my dad was drinking when I was too young to remember stuff. So maybe that's what happened. Hmm. We'll, we'll go ahead and say our drunk dads ruined both of our bathrooms. Yeah, I'm sure it was connected at some point. Yeah, fair it's enough. It's not bad, though. When you pee on the floor, you don't have to wipe it up. You know, you just you can just stick it in the feet. Yeah. Well, you're not going to get out the wet vac. You're not going to shop vac <laughs> that thing, you know? Yeah, using the shop vac in reverse as a blower, that's real garbage. <laughs> Dude, you want to know how... My my dad is so blue collar, so trashy. He uses that to vacuum the house, dude. Well, dude, because he he owns like he owns like a construction company. So like, dude, he would just be like, he'd be fucking doing the master bedroom with like the fucking adjustment on. Meanwhile, he just like sucked up like dog piss and shit and like whatever. You know what I mean? <laughs> it wasn't an inside shop back and an outside shop back. There was an all-terrain yeah. shop back. He wiped the nozzle off. Oh, Come on. Dude. Oh man, that's that's fucking. <laughs> Running the cleaner with the fucking shop vac. By the way, I don't want you to think that we skipped over it wasn't heard. I did hear you say that the name of your mother's grocery store was a man named Darnell. <laughs> I just want I didn't want I wanted to go back and make sure you knew that we that we heard that. All right. Uh, man, I still remember the local radio commercials. Their tagline was Darnell's, your key to good eating and they would all their coupons had keys on them you know oh, and i just man. like I, like that's the that's the advertising that seeps in that's so funny and for like, sure you, you know darnell recorded that radio recorded that ad himself yeah and sure. the reason they used the key is like that was the free clip art they could afford you know what i mean like they just <laughs> oh a key is free 
We'll build our whole campaign around that. It has nothing to do with eating. That's it's so the starfish to your dreams, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. All right. I want to ask you, uh, growing up in the environment that you grew up, did you ever hunt or catch or kill anything that you had for dinner? Uh, personally or in the family? In the family. Yeah, my dad's a big-time hunter, and uh, he got let go from the railroad because he got caught selling weed, and he refused to roll over on his friends and or admit it. But because unions are so Damn. strong and the fucking backbone of this country, let's just seep that in there in this podcast. Hey, Amen, brother. Shout out to the Screen Actors Guild. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, the writer's been paying my insurance, but that just ended. I don't know what I'm going to do. Anyway, uh is Cobra trash? Like, if you get it's Cobra expensive. insurance, it's, it's, it's the same, oh my god, it's the same I hate it. Coverage, it's just expensive. I hate it. I hate it. They sent me the. It was like this fucking paperwork was like eighty-seven pages, and at the end, it was like, and this is how much you owe us. And I was like, throw this away. Uh, anyway, they screw you, man. Listen, they fucking screw you. If your if your insurance provider is named after a reptile, it ain't a good look. I'll tell you that much. Okay. <laughs> They're like, this is an acronym. I'm like, no, it's a venomous snake that kills people. Yeah. Uh, anyway, Cobra, my dad, the venom to your future. <laughs> My dad didn't lose his job. He had to like fight him, but he was laid off with no pay during that time. Mm -hmm. And that whole winter we ate deer meat. And I, I secretly think it was like the happiest times of my life, mm -hmm. of his life, excuse awesome. me, of his life. I meant to say like, he didn't have to go to work, like was protecting his friends, was sticking up for what he believed in and was getting to like hunt for his family. Yeah, and my dad's like a good. real rugged motherfucker. So he's like, he's like who Joe Rogan pretends to be. So like my dad is like, like and you know what I'm saying? Like he was sure. like, yep, I'm ready for this. So we did that a lot. And I hunted some and I've killed a couple of things, but I was bad at it. My brother was good at it. Not rolling over on your friend selling weed. That's fucking class right there. All right. Yeah. That's a fucking point if I've ever seen one. This kid's yeah. climbing out of the dirt. I like it. I know. Yeah, I, I would argue that the reason it's manslaughter and not murder has a lot to do with my family <laughs> not rolling over on their friends. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. <laughs> Holy shit. Um, okay. Anyone in your family, uh, ever own a pontoon boat? Uh, immediate family or can I count my uncle Mark? Oh, uncle Mark's definitely own pontoon boats. Wait, yeah, uncle, Mark. uncle Mark owns pontoon boats. Sure. One time I got, I won free tickets to a race and my, and then oh my car, my God. and then my car, race. you can't just like say race. We're, we're, NASCAR. we're Northeast people. You can't NASCAR. just say race. NASCAR, the Bristol whatever motor speedway. It wasn't Formula One, I can tell you that. <laughs> no, it was like this is Formula Eight. Was and, it an uh, track? What's happening? It, it was Bristol, which is in East Tennessee, which is one of the most fun tracks in the most popular fucking sport in North America, assholes. Sure. I know. Anyway, and I'm kidding. But uh, anyway, I gave those to Uncle Mark to get him to fix my car. Uncle Mark's the best. Yeah. So, dude, a pontoon boat is. Mm -hmm. Is is pure trash, dude. The only reason it exists is to drink, not on land. That is literally, yeah. dude. It moves at like two knots an hour. It barely fucking. They barely move. Some of them have a bathroom on them. Man, you get me hyped. Scoot! I'm fired up. <laughs> Take that thing out to international waters and start. <laughs> dude, it's always an uncle that has it. My uncle Mike's got a pontoon boat. Can I go get funny. another beer? We're yeah, talking about pontoon boats, and I'm really thirsty all of a sudden. Of course. All right, I'll be right back. Yeah, yeah, go yeah. ahead and get another beer. And gang, just a quick reminder, just want to let everybody know, as everybody does know, we're joining Gas Digital Network, joining the Gas Digital family, and we could not be more excited. We're going to be doing our first episode tomorrow. That's Tuesday. This episode comes out on a Monday. So do us a favor, gang. 
Once you sign up for Gas Digital, you can use promo code AYG. You're going to save $1.50 on your subscription, and you're going to get a 14-day free, free trial. So check it the fuck out, man. It's going to yeah. be a good time. And we get to wet our beak a little bit. You know what I mean? That's right, Kippy. Was was your uncle Mark your real uncle? Uh, yeah, well, yeah. He married my Aunt Lisa. But, okay. uh, like, so he, they were married before I came into the world, and they're still married. Gotcha. Pontoon boats, man. Love a good dude. If you're out on a pontoon boat with a cooler full of ice down beers, yeah. good night, dude. Yeah, Sunburns your only right worry. If you guys, uh, if everyone listened, if you guys remember Teddy Tasha, who accidentally stabbed with a butter knife, that's her dad. So. Oh, no. Ah, Shout out yeah. to Tasha. That's funny, dude. Have you I, ever had to call 911 on a family member? I would never do that. Yeah, yeah, it's blood. Let Most me tell snitches. you something. I've asked that ten times or five, maybe five times. That's a great fucking answer, Drew Morgan. That's <laughs> a great fucking answer right there. This guy, this guy plays it fucking by the book. I He's like. All it. right, man. He's all right. Um. Okay. Let's see. Anyone in your family ever in a cover band? No. I got people who play in church a lot, which I guess that's, they're only doing cover songs. It's just that's respectable, you know. though. That's respectable. Yeah, that's yeah. for the Lord. If you're Singing playing in church, fuck, yeah. If you're playing, you know, the fucking Bee Gees or something, hit yeah. the bricks. <laughs> my my cousin Sherry's her my favorite boyfriend of hers ever growing. Up. My cousin Sherry was like my babysitter. His name was John. And he was in a cover band. and He's rad as fuck. He's still an old like redneck hippie. Which I know if you're out there listening, you're like, what do you mean a redneck? Yeah. They're very rare. Most of them died when the Almond Brothers band broke up. But uh, <laughs> John, he's got like long hair, smokes weed. He was in a cover band. Nice, man. All right, what do you got, big guy? Uh, are there any members, any members of your family that went to hairdressing school but did not finish for personal reasons? I <laughs> might be a yes. I feel like I'm certain some of my aunts did, and I don't remember it. The reason I'm laughing so hard is that describes Trey's sister literally to a T. <laughs> <laughs> the guy I tore with. Anyway, um, not as far as I know, but probably. Okay. All right. That's pretty good. Mm-hmm. That's pretty good. I like it. Um, anybody in your family ever own just a hot tub? Not connected to a pool. Just a hot tub. <laughs> Got a couple of bucks together, maybe, so that someone had good credit. They financed one for, like, 32 hundo. My old man's talking about getting one right now. I swear to God. Dude, they are trash. My stepdad had one, and he thought he was the coolest dude when I first met him. My Aunt, on. Patty, my Aunt Patty did uh, back in the day that I can remember, and it was at her trailer. Uh, at the time, she was with my uncle, Bubby. Uh, I have no idea what his real name is, uh, and I won't say it because he was a coke addict. They were involved in the Highway 27 Club, which was a bar with no windows that the Hells Angels used to run drugs through. <laughs> Jesus she, she, she ended up, you know, growing up a little bit. Her, her hot tub days are behind her, if you know her what I mean. Her hot tub days, well, she's passed away, rest in peace, Aunt Patty, but she put her hot tub days behind her before she passed. That's there you good. go. She became a paralegal. She was the shit. Ah, that's not too bad. What other names, what other nicknames of aunts and uncles do you have that aren't their names? Because I got a couple of those. That's a real trashy, too. Uh, Bubby's probably the best one. My mm-hmm. Uncle Gerald, I knew his Uncle Jed. I didn't know his name was Gerald. Ooh, I know that's Jed. a shortening, but Jed is such a, you know, that's a I didn't know that was his name, name till they got divorced. Uh, like, I saw the divorce papers or something. I was like, Aunt Barb's divorcing Gerald. Who the fuck is Gerald? Wait, <laughs> Why did you see their divorce papers? 
Why wouldn't I? You know, just laying around. She's probably bitching about how he won't sign him while she feeds him <laughs> hot dogs and ramen noodles, dude, dog. This is. <laughs> well, yeah, dude, my parents got divorced. I've never seen a fuck. I've never seen a set of documents. I didn't get to review them. What the fuck? Fucking Drew Morgan over here. This guy's this lived kid. 25 lives. I know. To be fair, my little asshole self at 12 or whatever, I probably was like, can I see those? Yeah, well, yeah. I was Snooping a nerd. Around or something, yeah. <laughs> Also, you know what I just realized, guys? Jed, she's taking you for everything, you fucking moron. <laughs> You're getting fleeced. She's getting a fucking hot tub, you idiot. What is this bullshit about her getting custody of the snake? You deserve weekends <laughs> at least. <laughs> you know what I just realized about trash? You know what it is among families is like, if you just open with your embarrassing. Of course. Like, that's yeah. a trash. Like, we just, we don't have enough pride in that kind sweep of stuff. it under the rug really you know what i mean yeah it's like there's no rugs who can afford a rug <laughs> you got well, one we, in the bathroom I'll, I'll, I'll say this we as irish catholics we do a little sweep we we do a little emotional sweeping i'll sure. say that oh, for sure yeah we do a lot of emotional sweeping yeah we do that in the south and we hide it under our manners <laughs> yeah there you go there you go if anybody's yeah. wondering that's all southern manners are an inability or unwillingness to deal with bullshit mm-hmm yeah, that makes sense. I could see that. That's, like yeah, that. So that's kind of, you got to toe the line with those. Yeah. Yeah. Um, do you currently own or have you uh, uh, ever owned a DVD VCR combination player? Yeah, I had one in college. It was a gift from a family member. Nice. Was it new? <laughs> or used? Isn't it? <laughs> new. Dude, I remember. Jed, Jed ain't going to need this no more. <laughs> uh, one thing I love about trash people that I also just realized is pretending or being like offended that someone asked you something like that. Mm-hmm. What do you mean, was it new? Like, I can't afford a combination sure, yeah. DVD oh, VCR? But also, it's a valid question because you're like, yeah, I might have gotten some used shit at some point, you know. And I remember the one time I was growing up, this kid, it was his brother bought him something for Christmas. And it was, he bought like a Nerf gun for like five bucks off the neighbor and then wrapped it in a trash bag and gave it to him on Christmas. And I was like, I'm like, I'm trash, but that is a fucking whole nother level, dude. You fucking bought a $5 Nerf gun off your neighbor? And then put it in a trash bag, and like, that's what that poor kid had to open on Christmas morning. Oh, Dude, that's man. a that's one of those like fucking memoirs. Like, know, you know what I mean? Get like, your hands on fucking that. That's like super trash. Like, because you can get your hands wrapping paper ain't fucking you know it, it's yeah. not a thousand dollars a roll. It's man, that's I'm, yeah. I'm sorry. Is he okay now? I he's doing all right. Yeah, he bounced back. He still got the Nerf gun though. <laughs> it's the only gift his dad ever gave him uh, I would like to know this Southern gentleman such as yourself How do you feel About the food item Known as imitation Crab meat oh, I love it Love it way more than I do crab meat Really? <laughs> yeah. That's a first That's, that's, a, crazy, that's a garbage first right there folks <laughs> Uh, that's cause that's what they put in cheap sushi, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So see, I went not trashy with it. We're talking about sushi, but I like the but trashy sushi. That's yeah. the thing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, like I do like seafood. I, I, I genuinely do. You know, I just want to remind everyone listening. We've already talked about it. I did go to law school. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> I like seafood, <laughs> but I just don't like, I don't like crab. It's just, it, I just don't like the flavor, but I love imitation crab. Are you yeah. a crawdad guy? Do you got, you do crawdads down there? I will a little bit. We don't do them where I'm from. That's more of a bayou. That's like Florida Panhandle, Louisiana type shit. What would be? What would be like? What would be a local Sunbright dish? A Sunbright dish? Yeah. I mean, you can't eat pills. We snort them. <laughs> uh, uh, 
I don't know, man. Percocet to Mickey's. That's what we're doing. (laughs) Sunbright is so small. I don't know. Like East Tennessee, we're in East Tennessee. We're in that part of Appalachia. And I think our main dish is there. We have our own type of barbecue. It's It's close to Carolina barbecue. And we do like gravy biscuits. Matter of fact, Ooh. here's the trash thing for today. My wife's Love in bed. some GBs. We, uh, a fan of, of, of ours, of my tour, and my wife became friends, and she found out that that girl's brother lives out here and makes gravy biscuits on Sunday and sells them to people. Damn. He makes a huge pot of everything and then sells them. I woke up at 8.45 on a Sunday to go get them. We ate those gravy biscuits this morning, and then my wife went back to sleep. <laughs> Man, that's clean living right there. Ain't nothing it wrong is. with it. It is, and it's funny you bring that up because somebody on uh, Twitter, uh, one of the people that listen to the podcast, uh, asked us about something he calls shit on a shingle. Yeah, okay? shit on shingles. So the way the way his 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 mom did it was it was peas, you know, the cream sauce and tuna, and I was what? saying that yeah, in 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 Pennsylvania and Philly. We do shit on a shingle. It's chip beef, the cream on toast, and you have it at breakfast. So you're basically talking about sausage gravy. Sausage right? gravy with biscuits instead of toast. Yeah. And if we do it on so toast, good. we call it shit on shingles. Man. Ah, there you go. Dude, what yeah, is dude. it about that fucking, that gravy is so fucking It doesn't good. matter. You pour it's, it over anything. Buddy, it's, well, it's liquid bread. And this is a gross thing to say, but it's true. Wet bread is the best fucking thing. Pizza, gravy biscuits, fucking bread pudding. Like, wet bread sounds gross, but every version of wet bread we eat is the shit. Yeah, man. Dude, I love what I'm I love what I'm eating a hero. And the little piece of the rolls real soaked in from the they get the vinegar and the olive oil. I don't know. Foley's crying. Trash. Foley's crying. He said wet bread. What the fuck? I can't laugh at it. <laughs> he started crying. He's getting emotional. He said Oh hero. my god. That was too funny. I like wet bread. Oh, that's great. <clears throat> All um, right, so there you go. There you go. Biscuits and gravy. God damn, that shit's fucking good. Yeah, man. There's a place. There's a place in New York that does them. Uh, Jacob's Pickles up on the yes. Upper West Side. They do. And it's uh, good. Oh, it's great. It's all I Southern have, food. I think it's like I've been Southern there. and Jewish inspired. It's really it, weird. But I really think good. I've been there. Uh, Andy had a friend from Virginia, West Virginia, who took us there, and I was super, just, just you know, like, what are we doing here? Mm-hmm. I even have a bit about like going to some place in Brooklyn and they've got like country theme on the wall. You know, I've got a whole bit about him. Like, you know, they gentrified my dad out of his jeans with their fucking Carhartt jackets and stuff. Sure, yeah. So I was like, I don't know. And it was good. And I think that mm-hmm. was the place. Yeah. Some of, some of, some of them get it right up here for sure. Um, now, how do you feel about like a cracker barrel? I'm fine with Cracker Barrel. You know, it's like it's like Nashville country music to me. It's like that's not what country music is. Sure. But I'm so glad somebody took our shit and they're convincing you idiots to spend money on it, kind of yeah. thing. And I'll eat been... a Cracker Barrel. I'll eat a Cracker Barrel. What? It's, what is it like? An Applebee's? Like a Southern Applebee's? No. Is that what we're looking? Oh, uh, you've never Southern been Applebee's, there? Maybe it's like yeah. it's like a diner with a little bit more heart. Okay. It's a country. It's a country eater. Country diner. Yeah, it's but a, country, a restaurant. It's, it's a country diner, but on the way out, they have the gift shop that's mm-hmm. all country. Mm-hmm. They have like suckers and like, you know, things to the house and all this kind big, of stuff. Big Mouth. You can get the Big Mouth Billy Bass there that says yeah. words. That's, that's another some... question. Have you ever owned one of those? <laughs> yeah, my parents got one. <laughs> Do they still got one? No. Oh. Lost it in the divorce anyway. <laughs> you know, you can... That might be better than Snake. I might need to put that in my act. That might be better than Snake. Yeah. Seriously, Foley. Yeah, it's better than good. splitting custody of a, of a snake, splitting custody of a big mouth. <laughs> big mouth bass. Bass. 
That's fucking good, dude. I'm seeing it on the weekends. You know what Cracker Barrel has that's awesome? The old school root beer barrels. I don't know how you guys feel about those. But oh, that was my favorite candy. An old candy school cracker. RB? Good night. Oh, my God. Yeah, You're talking about the candy with the wax? No. Oh, those things are crazy good. Back in the day. No. It was, stunk. Little... It was more wax than anything. All right. Okay, I was so going with it. All right. But we're not talking about that. What are you talking about then? We're talking about root beer barrels, little hard candies that taste like root beer and look like little tiny barrels. And they're wrapped in re- usually red or like orange. Uh, Man, you know what like I'm realizing? Peppermint. This might be like one of those, this ain't for us type. Like we didn't spend any time in the gift shop, even when I was little. And I, I think it might it almost be like, yeah, this is for people who think my life is a museum. Yeah, I'm sure. That's why Foley's there. <laughs> That's where Foley gets Christmas presents for his family. Mom, Drew, I'm like a Drew. real, real hillbilly, Mom. I'm eating root beer barrels. Drew, I want you to know I really respect your culture. I visit the Crackle Barrel every <laughs> every month. Now, does your family make them root beer barrels? Is that where you get them from? <laughs> um, all right. So now, obviously, you got a little bit. You know, you you got a successful career. You got out. You went to <laughs> law school. But I'm saying you're not. You know, you're not home on the fucking range anymore, Drew. You know what I mean? Yeah. You're out in L.A. You're moving. You're shaking. Do you drink coffee? Are you a coffee drinker? Not really. I, I drink it. I'll drink iced coffee sometimes. Okay, where do you get your iced coffee? Do you have a go-to spot? No, I know. I just get it. I fucking just mix it up over here. I mean, I do instant sometimes. Now my wife's a big coffee snob, but I just to this morning. Uh, and this is why I'm so uh, – I took some of hers she had made and made iced coffee with it. Okay. Did she I hear him say he makes friends. instant coffee? <laughs> yeah, and he instantly true? turned to trash, this guy. There it is. Where were you going with this line of questioning? Uh, I wanted to see if he was more – if he falls more of a Starbucks guy or more of a Duncan guy. He'd be a Duncan guy from Boston. I fucking love Duncan, and I do think it's because of Boston. Dude, before I ever started doing comedy, the first bit I wrote was just just to my friends was about being in a fucking Duncan and just how you can go to any Duncan in Boston, and every single time the same scenario is going to play out. It's just one of those fucking dudes call, you know, hey, I'm at Dunks. Yo, you want something? Yeah. Latte? What are you, fucking queer? I'm not getting you a latte. I can't let that fucking order out of my mouth, you know? Like, I love that you could go there in Boston and I guess it reminded me of home. You know, you could you could see a fucking dude who was on his way to a job that most people would never ever do or want to do, and he was saying some questionable things. But he seemed like and he's just ordering his fucking coffee black and hating the world. And I guess I guess what I'm saying is I miss my dad, guys. <laughs> well, I ask because my family is they're all construction workers. You know, it's all and it's a Duncan. It's a Duncan family. It's a Wawa family or a Duncan family. All right, yeah, we're Tiger Mart, and then, you know, we make our own coffee, but yeah. Sure, so, but, like, I recently, my uncle, who's, like, old, he's, like, an old fucking blue-collar, like, pipe fitter, that's what he does, he recently got into, like, he somehow let his guard down and got into Starbucks coffee, because, like, somebody had, like, just, somebody got it. He deserves it. That's great. Dude, he he deserves it. He he is like oh, he's a pig in shit, dude. He's like, have you tried? And I'm a, I'm the same way. It took me like years to stop going to Dunkin' to finally right. like confidently walk into a Starbucks and be like, let me get a venti pike black. Let's do it, you know? Yeah. That's, no, I love that. That's um, ingrained in that's ingrained in that generation of construction workers. That is my, ingrained in them. My wife got my dad fancy fucking coffee for Christmas. And she, she was like, I'm going to get your dad this. He loves coffee. Me and him, we wake up and drink it together. You know, we're the coffee freaks in the family when we're there on Christmas or whatever. And I was like, mm-hmm. 
okay, sure. Mm-hmm. And when he opened it, he was like, thanks. And I was like, yeah, see, I fucking told you. But then like a week later, like mm-hmm. he ran out of his folders. So he made it and he was like calling her. And then they just, they, they became these little like coffee girl, you know, like talks. That's great, dude. And I was like, he deserves it. He deserves good fucking coffee. Of course, man. That dude, there's that generation of guy that cut that guy that's cut from that cloth. I know they don't know. They don't know. They're like, let me get, they go to Dunkin', they get an extra large with like extra sugar, extra cream or whatever, and just like keep it moving. I'm like, dude, go put a little fucking soy in there, a little little splash of corn, you know. This is all you do for yourself. Do it right. I know. You know what? It's branding. Just don't call it self care. You know what I mean? Just like, that's the problem. Those guys don't care. Just don't call it any of that bullshit. Just be like, hey, uh, it's better drugs or whatever, you know? Exactly. Yeah, yeah. It's stronger coffee. There you go. Sell it, you know, sell it as that. That's funny. All right. I think I only got one more left. How about you, big man? Drew Morgan, I would like to know uh, two things. Uh, then and now, what is the current brand of toothpaste that you're using in your household? And what was the brand of toothpaste growing up at your parents? You have no idea how fucking... Uh, th- you guys are cutting right to the heart of issues in America right now. <laughs> Uh, grow it start up now. Start now. I want to go. Whichever's worse. There's, there's two in there right now. And I had literally two days ago, I was looking at it like, who the fuck have I become? <laughs> oh, I love it. The duality of man right here with Drew Morgan. You say Dr. Brommers or fucking uh, Mrs. Myers. I'm going to lose it. Tom's charcoal. Oh, Tom's oh. charcoal or coal or whatever the fuck it is. Charcoal. And Thank without for it, I'll tell you that much. And then the other one is some kind of na- all-natural whitening thing my wife bought. Here's what's extra funny about this. The Tom's is Tom's with fluoride. I got that in protest. She got this whitening non-fluoride because she's all woo-woo and like we can't have the fluoride. And I, I'm laughing because I'm like, no, this is stupid we've forgotten who we are mm-hmm. i will go to the store right now and get toothpaste with fluoride and i came home with tom's <laughs> charcoal but it's got fucking fluoride in it god damn go. it baby write a country song about that motherfucker let me ask you this all right put a pin in that for a second if you went home for christmas with your wife would you take that toothpaste with you and use it in eastern tennessee I would use it, but she would bring it with us. And I don't know, you know, I don't know where that is on the trash. I, my wife packs toothpaste. There you go. <laughs> there you, now that's all right. Covering up a little white lie like that. Nothing wrong with it. Say a little I, face with the boys when you're having a Budweiser. No, she literally would bring it. Like when I go on the road, I just forget it and then have to get whatever the hotel gives me. Mm-hmm. There you go. Okay. So now that we've gotten here, what was the brand of toothpaste growing up? I think it was called Colgate. Is that is that is that a medium one? That's no, right. Up, that's that's great. right up the middle. That's okay. Main, main, any, main Street, any town USA, right? There. It ain't Crest, but it's not bad. Yeah, we know yeah. we were not a Crest family. I feel Aquafresh. like I heard. My, I heard. I feel like I heard my mom say that before. Yeah. Aquafresh is garbage now. Okay, but Aquafresh when you were a kid, that's all anybody wanted was to make that little fucking swirl with the Aquafresh with the three different colors. Yeah, we mine always looked like bird shit. <laughs> oh my god that's <laughs> uh, a old bit of foley's that he it took him a second to fucking register uh, i was about to be like literally back in my head i was like you fucking hack what are you talking oh shit <laughs> what kind of uh, hack would say that joe right? 
Uh, you know yeah. what the trashiest was? Close up. You ever have close up? I don't remember if I cinnamon did. toothpaste. It's red. Cinnamon? It's real shitty. Oh. I don't think there's. I think it's just sugar. I've never even heard of that, dude. That's 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 trash is below my pay grade for sure. I don't think that Darnell carried close up. <laughs> that what wasn't was the key to anything. <laughs> Darnell, get the fuck out of here with that goddamn cinnamon toothpaste. Who the fuck is Tom? What the hell Red, do you want? That reminds me of communism. Get it out of here. Oh, man. <laughs> All right. I got one more, and it's a, it's a very common one on the show. So you said you grew up in a single-family home. Um, did you have a garage in that house? Uh, no, but my dad has a shop now that he built over my basketball court growing okay. up. Okay. So growing up, was there anywhere did did you have one fridge or two fridges in the house? Was there one in like the basement or There's some one in the basement? One in the basement. What was in that basement fridge, Mr. Morgan? When I was real young, it was my dad's beer. Mm-hmm. And it was a freezer and there was a freezer beside it full of meat. Mm. Now well, you had as, the, you had a separate freezer as well as the Yeah, for the deer. For the deer and the turkey my dad would kill. That that ain't too shabby. I don't know what replace the beer in the fridge i think we mostly use the basement freezer when he stopped drinking mm-hmm. you know that ain't bad that is pretty fucky i don't think we've had that answer a, f- a full-size fridge and the freezer i don't think we've ever had that Fucking deep freezer i think that's a rural thing because again going back to darnell's darnell's was a 25 minute drive you know <laughs> oh you like, should have asked that like you how had far deep- away was it that's gotta go in there <laughs> like the you know the deep freezer was it was trash, but it was also like, look, we're not, no, we're only it. shopping yeah, once a month. You of know? course. I don't even think that's trash. That's, it's functional. That's the uh, thing. All right. I'm pretty classy. If you got extra freezer and extra fridge money laying around, woo! <laughs> hey, man, unions. I'm telling you, the fucking bad. Go. Yeah. Goddamn country. I just got two more questions I just want to know. Um, both kind of in the same uh, genre. One, uh, have you ever worn anything that was made of turquoise? The, the stone? Yes. Is that trashy? Because it's my wife's favorite jewelry. But no, I haven't. I don't know if that's trash. I, I don't know if it depends. I may be over if there's a lot of turquoise. I feel like I get a little bit of trash points because I was like, do you mean the stone or the color my sure. mamma's couch was? Of course. All right. <laughs> At that Setting that aside... Have you ever had a belt that had your name on it? I have many, have, have, have had many, but I'm about to give you the answer that I know no one can top on your podcast now and for the future. This is my challenge to future trash people. Uh, garbage, excuse me, garbage people. I have a belt right now that has my tour name on it, Well oh Red Tour, or it says Well Red, that my brother made in prison. Jesus Whoa. Christ. And, and I fucking love it. It comes dude. full circle. That is fucking awesome. I was gonna say that's like new money trash, but then your brother your brother making it in prison was a fucking curveball I didn't see coming. Yeah, yeah. Holy wow. shit, Drew. That's um, pretty badass though. <laughs> I gotta give you that. Thank you. Hippie, what's your uh what's your verdict on this guy here? What are you thinking? <sighs> All right, this is a this one is a fucking this is a tough. This is a tough call. I gotta be honest with you, right? Hold on. Can I tell you two stories that that that? All right, these I are quick. 
Yeah. By all means, I don't know. I don't know. Make I know you long. guys. I know you guys signed a contract recently. Good, good. Congrats. I don't know <laughs> if you. we got to do an hour on the nose or no, whatever. No, 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 no. We're doing right. it out of respect for okay. the guests. All right, cool. Uh, yeah, uh, I'm, I'm drunk. Let's be here all day. Uh, <laughs> all right. First of all, let me say for the listeners, here's what happened with my brother. My brother was an addict. This is sad, but I'm just going to get through it because I feel sure. like everyone's like, what the fuck? And it's can't, there's parts of it that's trashy. A guy that one of my aunts, Aunt Patty, who's uh, ended up getting out of the game of mm-hmm. selling coke to hell's angels and became a paralegal uh she was married to the dude my brother murdered but years ago that's how small my town is uh he it turns out later in life is a pedophile um and a predator in general my brother's a bad bad addict and was essentially sucking this dude's dick for drugs and that guy guy that guy yeah and the guy had become like a uh uh like a drug counselor type dude. So he was like signing off. He, he kept my brother employed. Like he was doing a lot for my brother and, but he was blackmailing him. And eventually that ended in death uh, for him. Uh, and the reason I said it was like a John Grisham novel written by Juggalos is that all happened a month before I graduated law school. Uh, that very guy back when he was a partier and my dad was a partier in our small town, kept my dad from killing a dude uh, one night so it's like all this weird – anyway, I'm not trying to – I just feel like Holy a lot of people shit. were like, what the fuck? No, he just said his course. brother was – he killed a dude who was shitty to him. He deserved to go to prison, but not forever, and he didn't go forever, and whatever. It sucks. I wow. promise the next two stories are way funny. Sure. No, I wanted to know. Was this to help your case? What, what, what were we doing here? <laughs> well, what was I'm that? I'm, I, that was – I said at the top of your podcast that my brother's in prison for murder and I wanted because I love him to people to know that like, I'm not saying we should throw him a parade, but I do feel like the kids in my neighborhood should high five him. You know what I mean? Like I got got that vibe from, from, from just how you said it, that he, that he killed a pedophile. Okay. Okay. My bad. All right. I'm sorry. You can cut all that out. If you want. What? Are you kidding me? It's going on the highlight reel. (laughs) (laughs) These two quick stories. One will make a case for me being trash and one are going to make the case. I love it. (laughs) Closing, closing arguments. All right. The reason my hair. Yeah, he is a fucking lawyer. That's why he's doing this. Exactly. And an attention whore who's drunk. Tennessee. (laughs) I, uh, I cut my hair myself. This isn't something I would ask for, but I'm not upset about it because everything's closed down right now. I shaved my head week three of quarantine after taking my dog's pain pills and going full Britney Spears and shaving my head. <laughs> There's my trash dog's story. dog's pain pills? Well, he, it's not like he he wasn't, he didn't need them anymore. Like, but they have you know, them on. We were, <laughs> I don't remember, honestly. It was a situation wow. where we were bored. We were looking through our medicine cabinet for something to do at quarantine. And I was like, What's the difference between dog pain pills and human pain pills? And I looked it up. Pretty much I'm nothing. About 40 bucks. That's what it is. <laughs> I'll tell you that. So uh, I did them and then shaved my head. I went full Britney Spears, who's from Louisiana. Uh, so that's the most white trash thing I've done during quarantine is shave my head Jesus. while on pills. While on dog pills? Yeah, yeah dog you gotta, pills. You got to get that in there. Uh, and then here's the other one. I got to meet Nelson Mandela when I was studying abroad in South Africa. Uh, his grandson was in my dorm or whatever, which it's very different. Like your dorm is different. It's, it's a big deal. It's almost like being in a frat. Like you have to go to regular meetings together and stuff. So I got invited to the farm. I met Mandela. It was crazy. I heard him speak in English and his native language. It was super humbling. You know, they did a big thing in me in the paper back in my college, like all that stuff. 
but <laughs> but traitor visits Nelson Mandela. <laughs> <laughs> Drew Morgan is not more welcome here anymore. <laughs> what uh, that's what fucking cool as shit. Man. What state are you from, Foley? Pennsylvania. Yeah, uh, yeah, a known bastion of non-racists. Anyway, uh, <laughs> yeah. and he's he's from like upstate Pennsylvania, which is they call it Pennsylvania, like because it's like that hillbilly. <laughs> that's how bullshit the whole situation. Don't get me started on this. It's like. No, Pennsylvania's just racist. You don't have to call it the South, you fucking uh, assholes. No, yeah. There's people anyway. in Pennsylvania that are that are wildly, oh wildly mountain garbage. Garbage. I, all right. I want you guys to vote based on everything and those two stories. Sure. And then I'm gonna then I'm gonna add one caveat and then we'll be done. Okay. If you want to be done. It's your fucking podcast. Jesus I'm I, drunk. I'm telling you when your podcast ends. It's fine. I think you can't you know, I think if it's tough, man. I mean, this guy's fucking. In one breath, he's telling me he uses Tom Starkle, and the next breath, he's saying he does dog tranquilizers. I don't know who to believe here. Up is down, <laughs> down is up. What the fuck's happening? Um, fucking Tyler Durden over here. Yeah. So, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say you're no, you're you're trash. You grew up garbage. You pure trash. I think you're trying to break those. Break that, break the chains from the garbage a little bit, but it's still in you through and through. Regardless of how successful you get, LA, you, you know, you can't polish up a third. You know what I mean? It's it's still in it's still in your heart. You still got a garbage heart, which I respect. But you got a you got a couple of bucks now that you, you can you can afford some nicer things. So that's my say, reformed, semi-reformed on the road to reform, I should say. I'm gonna say this, okay? This was one of the most interesting. Conversations that sure. we've had on this show, hands down. Like Kevin said, we've done a lot. Fucking, you know, South Africa, Boston College, everything you're doing. Brother law, in the brother in the joint. Your law degree, yeah. Then you got that. Listen, I'm gonna tell you straight out, you're fucking garbage. A hundred percent. There's no way that around. ain't gonna change. I want to. I, I want to say you're not, but it, there's too much. All right, here, here's why you're right. <laughs> At Nelson Mandela. I never had a dog. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was the guy who killed the guy the whole time. Uh, at Nelson Mandela's compound where we were staying, it was like he had his house and we were off to a side house when I got to meet him and all that. I stole a towel because it had Nelson Mandela's initials on it. Oh, a towel from Nelson Christ. Mandela? Actually, that's oh, like probably like a federal crime. This guy. Yeah. You're going to hell. Frank I'll Holler. tell you. Frank Holler, dump the feed, dump the feed. Jesus. And here's the, here's the big question. Okay, okay. I felt guilty because of the reason, because I'm like, what the fuck? In my head, I was like, these are in, he had a compound. These are in every house. It's like still in a hotel towel. And it's got his initials on it. And I want it, you know, and I took it, put it in my bag. I put it back, quote unquote, but like, it's just like we were leaving and I guilt overcame me. And then I just like took it out of my bag and like dropped it behind a book. Just like the most like, just put this here. It's fine. Move. You can do. I'm trash. I'm Man, fucking trash, boys. Garbage. You know what that guy had to go through to get that monogram towel? Yeah. It wasn't easy. I'll tell you that. And some fucking hillbilly from East Tennessee comes and clips it. It's nice enough to invite you in his house and you're fucking lifting shit. I was going to say that you had to return it because Nelson Mandela called you up and, and, and busted you. Yeah. Like, no, he would never call me. Uh, that's so funny, dude. Holy shit. Well, yeah, you're garbage, but I think you're on 
I think you're I think you're gonna end. You'll die less garbage than you started. I'll go well, with that. I'll I don't know where on the scale that will be or when it will be, but you're you you've pulled yourself from the from the bottom of the dumpster to the top, Drew. But if you ever get invited to President Kanye West's inauguration or anything like that, don't steal anything. Uh, I definitely will. He's just—he's just—he's got an album coming out, right? Uh, that's yeah, what—that's yeah, what's yeah, happening. Yeah, yeah. It's a publicity hey, stunt. Can I ask y'all a question? Of Please. course. Do you remember when we met? We do. Yeah. I think I was thinking about that while I was driving back to New York this morning. All right. So I'm gonna—I'm gonna be a, a little. What do we call it? Vulnerable here or whatever. Sure. When I met these guys, these guys were. This may not be true, but in my mind, y'all were in control of a room I wanted to get booked at. Mm-hmm. And my friends introduced me to you guys, and you guys were busting my friend's balls. But yeah, my who friends was it? I forget who it was. Lejeski was there, and I think Coscarelli. Okay. And I think yeah, you yeah. were going harder at Coscarelli, and the reason I think that is he's the easiest person to go hard at in the whole world. And they weren't standing up for themselves. Mm-hmm. And I had just moved to New York, but I was an older comic than those guys. You know so, what I mean? Yeah. So like I was like, and you come from a family of hardened criminals, apparently. <laughs> Fucking right. Drew's not taking <laughs> shit. I know we're looking to make it off the block. I'm gonna let this big four-headed bald motherfucker talk shit on my friends. So I started shitting on you guys immediately, and and uh, I'm not gonna lie, like I was crushing it. Well, however you guys felt about it, I was doing pretty good. <laughs> I liked but, it right away. But like my thought process was like. A, my friends aren't standing up for themselves, and B, oh, they're like too young in the comedy world to know this is what we do. Mm-hmm. But you guys sold so hard, like you guys responded was like, "Who the fuck is this motherfucker?" And you I sold it so I remember well. I said, "Who the fuck's the new guy?" I remember saying that. You guys sold it so well, and I, I would I would never have told you guys this until you asked me to be a guest on your podcast. Like I remember, like for a few days, like texting my friends, like. I'm never getting fucking booked there, am I? Like, they hate me. No. Like, I offended the fuck out of these guys. I just moved. This is me. Yet no, again. What's the trash no. thing? It's the trash thing. Like, sure. yet again, I moved to a new city. I'm meeting new people, and I just fucking ruin it. Walk in and insult somebody while they're eating breakfast in their own fucking house. Yeah. <laughs> That's a very me move as well. But I think, if I had to guess, I, we resp- I responded that way because it was like, one, I didn't even, I don't even think I had said hi to you. I, I feel nope. like I got jabbed in the face. Like I was a boxer and I was like, oh, I don't know what's going on. So I was just like, ah. Well, to your credit, no, no, you sold it. Your bit became, who the fuck do you think you are, you little shit or whatever. That was like what y'all were. And anyway, I just was curious if y'all remembered that. I do remember, yeah. Drew showed up and tried to fight everybody. Hey, what's up? I'm Drew. I'm, I'm here from East Tennessee. I'm here to fuck shit up. <laughs> Long story short, that's fucking what happened. <laughs> And, uh, and I'm not ladies. friends with those guys anymore because they took it, and I can't be around pussies. You know? <laughs> well, I love it. Drew Morgan, ladies and gentlemen, he's got a he's got a special coming out very soon called Greatest Hits. You can find that on his website. Uh, you can I'm, just follow me on social media, Drew Morg Comedy, Instagram, Twitter, uh, wherever else. I, I Drew Morgan on Facebook. If you know you're 58 <laughs> years old, we're big with the demographic, buddy. That was absolutely fantastic. Me too. We, uh, we appreciate it. Kippy, what do you got? Uh, guys, again, thanks so much for all the support, getting us into the charts and everybody sharing it. And all the feedback has been fucking awesome. We appreciate yes. it. Everybody that uh, heard us on Legion of Skanks and then uh, came over to hang with us, we really appreciate it. If you haven't already, please make sure you rate, review, subscribe on iTunes. And the full video is available on YouTube. You can subscribe there as well. And I am at Kevin Ryan Comedy on all social media. 
Very nice. Yeah, I want to uh, reiterate that. Shout out to all the skanks out there, everybody that uh, supported us when we were on the show. Uh, we really, really, really appreciate it. We're so happy to be at Gas Digital. Um, and uh, we love you guys. At uh, H Foley on ice, Foldygrams on Instagram. Drew Morgan, this was an absolutely fantastic episode. Yeah, man. Thank you, buddy, and you be safe out there, okay? Thank you guys so much. This was so much fun. Thanks, Peace. buddy.